So we need to change our views, our intentions and our actions. So I'm going to give a, a, a brief summary of how we do this and then go into um, one in particular. So if we have a wisdom, we understand we need to change the ways we're thinking. We need to think in ways that lead to happiness. That means changing our views, changing our intentions, changing our activities, which mainly means our activities of mind, changing our mental actions, which leads to our physical actions changing. So, our ordinary intentions cause many problems because they're contaminated by selfishness. So we need to change our selfishness into a good heart. So you may remember Venerable Geshe's words, everybody needs to be good-natured with a good heart. Oh, it's so beautiful. That's the path to world peace. Everybody needs to be good-natured with a good heart. You may also remember, he teaches us often, a good heart always brings good results. So we need to know, I need to change my intentions from selfish intentions I need this, I want this, they need to do this for me, they need to do that for me, etc. Me, 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 me. Because self-cherishing ignorance believes that our self is more important than others, our wishes are more important than others, our problems and pain are more important than others. That, that, that way of thinking and our intentions need to change. And Geshe-la says, we need to change our ordinary intentions into a special intention or good heart. Change our intentions into a good heart. Doesn't that sound amazing? Imagine having a good heart all the time, effortlessly. That's what we're going to train to do because... That's the main meaning of being a Kadampa. The main practice of a Kadampa is cherishing all living beings. Good heart. There is no better method to solve our daily problems. If our intention is pure, our actions will be pure and will bring good results. A good heart always brings good results. Whether your life is straightforward or difficult depends on who you live with. No. <laughs> Whether your life, listen carefully, this is correct view. Whether your life is straightforward or difficult depends upon your intention. 
That's very empowering because it means if we develop a good heart, our life will be straightforward. Everything will work. It will bring good results. Our relationships will be harmonious. Every good thing will come if we reduce our selfish intention and increase our cherishing of others. If you have a special good intention, your life naturally becomes straightforward and happy. Fantastic. Let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to learn how to do this tonight. If your intention is contaminated, polluted, we don't like polluted things. So why are we keeping a polluted mind? If our intention is contaminated by selfishness and delusions, we think, mm hmm we will act in mistaken ways and complications and problems will arise. That describes quite a lot of every day. Whoever is able to keep a good heart is truly wise. So even if someone understands a lot of Dharma intellectually, because we often say to ourselves, I know this. If, if you ever hear yourself saying, I know this, we can hear uh, our guru going, you do? You know this? So when we really know it, when we really know it, none of our actions are in contradiction to that knowledge. So we need the experience, not simply the knowledge. So um, a person may have understood many things intellectually, but if their intention is wrong, they are not wise. So it's wisdom is pushing us to develop a good heart because from a good heart, good results will come. Our life will be straightforward. Our activities will work to bring happiness to ourselves and more importantly, to others. So we need to change our intention, reduce strong selfishness, transform our mind into loving kindness, or compassion. They're two sides of the same mind. Loving kindness wishes to make others happy. Compassion wishes to remove their suffering. So here's some good news. To change, well it's all good news so far I think. To change our intention, we don't need to do formal sitting meditation. Mm. We can change our intention wherever we are, whatever we are doing. So I think that covers everything. Wherever we are, whatever I'm doing, I can have a good heart at the same time. If I want to, if my wisdom's pushing me to do that, to develop um, a pure intention, so we're going to learn uh, how 
we need to learn and then we put it into practice wherever we are, whatever we're doing. Um, and we'll become actual bodhisattvas. So Geshe-la says in New Eight Steps to Happiness, how wonderful it would be if real bodhisattvas appear in our modern world. And they are appearing because we're following his perfect instructions. The most important thing to do is train practically. So again, ask yourself, when your mind says, I know this, I know this, I know this, ask yourself, am I training in this practically? Is this what I do? Or do I just know this? Because we need the inner protection of spiritual experience. Where's that going to come from? It's our refuge, the inner protection of spiritual experience. Kadam Dharma in our heart, in our heart, not as knowledge, but mixed with our mind as experience. So we need the inner protection of spiritual experience. Spiritual experience only comes by taking what we learn from Guru Buddha and putting it into practice. And as Geshe has taught us, this is a wonderful teaching. When he taught in America many years ago, 1996, he was in Santa Barbara and in California and uh, he was explaining study, study, meditation and practice. And he said, for example, say you come to a class, you're studying, and in many classes we do some meditation. So the meditation for this class will be in the morning. Wonderful, when you're bright and fresh. Um, so that's the study and the meditation. And he said, then when do we practice? And he gave the most wonderful answer. He said, if you work 50 hours a week, he said, that's when you practice. If you work 80 hours a week, that's when you practice. So our practice is the union of daily life and the Dharma instruction. So we've so many hours, you don't need to think, my work is an obstacle. I, I think we think that a lot. Um, my professional life is an obstacle. If I could just get rid of all my work, um, I could really practice Dharma. That's not what Geshe said. He said, practice Dharma at work. You go, how can I do that? There's so many annoying people, so many aggravating circumstances. I can only be a good Dharma practitioner when I get rid of all irritating people and all frustrating circumstances when I'm at home, in my room, on my cushion. So, um, anyway, you're laughing, so that's a good sign. Um, always ridicule your delusions. So if your delusions are saying, I can't practice uh, properly because I have to work. If these instructions are only for people who don't work, don't have families, don't have anything to do at all, 
um, I don't know who these DJs are for. They're for us, people who work, people who have families. They're to mix with daily life. That's Kadam Dharma's purpose. Mm. As Geshe says, these teachings cannot be separated from daily life because it's daily life they transform. If there's no daily life, how can Kadam Dharma turn daily life into the liberating path? So, um, uh, so we need to train practically. Then, briefly, we need to change our view. So all the Dharma teachings of Kadam Dharma teach us how to change our views into wisdom views. Um, such as, if we really want to be happy and free from suffering, we have to control our mind. No one else can do that for you, even Buddha. Buddha appears in our life and teaches us how to do it, but we have to control our mind ourselves. I think we'd like to give it to someone else as a project and say, could you take this wild elephant mind of mine and when you've trained it, could you give it back? <laughs> so that's not an option. It's our wisdom that makes a decision. Right, I've got to get down to it. Life is, day by day, life is slipping away. I've got to train my mind. I am going to tame my mind. I'm going to control my mind. Which means we need to wish to identify, reduce and abandon our delusions, our uncontrolled desire, attachment, our anger, which all comes from uncontrolled desire. It's because we're attached to the fulfillment of our wishes that when our wishes are not fulfilled or thwarted, we get annoyed. Um, and the ignorance of self-cherishing and self-grasping. So when we uh, understand all our suffering, pain and problems is coming from our delusions, um, this is a wisdom view. It's coming from wisdom. Without controlling our mind, we will never find happiness. That's true. Because what's stopping us being happy is the bad habits of mind we have. Our self-cherishing, our attachment, our anger. If we do not control our mind, we will never find liberation from suffering. We'll never find the happiness we seek. So this is wisdom. And then we need to change our activities. Again, this is a huge topic because uh, we need to change our determinations. Those are mental activities, mental actions. Or we can say we need to turn our activities into the six perfections. Giving, moral discipline, patience, effort, concentration or meditation and wisdom. Wonderful. Wonderful. 